I may not rely on Billy getting to class on time, but I would rely on this. Why? Because he's got guts. He's a leader. You can see that he's uh, thought this thing through. Now, if Billy says he can do it, I gotta believe he can. Yeah, that's right. If the 16-year-old kid says he can do it, then of course put him up there against 15 desperados armed with machine guns, rifles, rocket launchers, and hand grenades. I would like to imagine that at some point in the production of any movie, the filmmakers would sit down and ask themselves what was really new and original about their idea. But the people who made this film must have been figuring their audience was born yesterday or maybe earlier this morning. This is a screenplay that could have been ordered over the phone from the used movie store. Every single character, idea, and so-called surprise is recycled right out of the graveyard of Hollywood formulas. I think in a phrase, this is as bad as it gets. Mm -hmm. When I sat there, I mean, I thought, this is really crass. This is really cheap. And you know, when you see, uh, forget some of these other people I don't even know who were there. I think one guy was there. It sounded like the voice of the guy who does the Smuckers uh, ads. And so I watched him just uh -huh. to see him. Out. He looks like on camera, <laughs> the guy we saw there at the end, the FBI guy. Uh, but Lou Gossett Jr. is doing this? Boy, he went for the payday. It's, it seems like uh, he's just doing his Richard Gere, you know, the, the stern disciplinarian, uh, the dean there. It, it's, this is truly dumb. That's a G.E. E. Smith play on that track? I would imagine so. Like, like I sounds... picture his fucking, him like yeah. flicking his hair out right? of his eyes, like as he's yeah. fucking like laying down some licks on that one for sure. Now, how many times, how many times do you think we oh, actually Christmas saw him just have the blues. playing that into a break? You know, I mean, all the December's in my life, right? When I was watching those, uh, it's probably why we're like SNL. Episodes, oh, many many a times, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, well, let's many go. Would uh, you get uh, Christmas carols with Tarzan, Frankenstein, and who was the third? Mm. It was uh, Phil Hartman, sure. Kevin Nealon. Mm -hmm. God, just, I can't remember who the third was. Just uh, but there are Sandler, uh, just Sandler uh, doing his Sandler thing, yeah. probably. Happy Christmas! That's uh, a lot of fun, man. What are some of the other great classics? I gotta tell you, I was at SNL work the bits. other day, and uh, we closed up shop, and we're uh -huh. done for the day. Everybody's just, you know, cleaning up, yeah. popping open some shifties, like doing yeah. a little drinking. My chef just cranked up the fucking Hanukkah song, and I was just like, you know what? This is fucking living right here. Yeah. Just, Beer in my hand, Hanukkah song fucking blaring. Nothing, nothing better. Nothing better than the season. I, <laughs> this the the <laughs> holiday season. I hate it, but I also there's a there's that you know masochistic part of me that also likes it. Mm. How just day by day, week by week, you know, my life day. just. Oh yeah, you're just your stocks just rising, rising man. And rising, steady rising. It makes you feel any better? I uh, had a 48 hour period where uh -huh. I didn't fall asleep at all. Okay, that's why we're doing this a day later than I was planning. All right, yesterday I literally just uh, was fucking insane from lack of sleep. Oh, and would have been entirely incoherent to be mm. to be doing this podcast right here. We should have done. It's been it a yesterday. miserable couple of fucking days. All right. 
That makes me feel. A also, better. shout out to Tom Rock who has COVID. Fucking, he's, he's Tommy he's, COVID. He's in, our, he's in our hearts. Yeah, was maybe gonna be on this record, and then the fucking that uh, fucking that COVID devil hit us it, it right. Killed here. him. He's, he's gonna make his big return to the podcast. Literally dead. And it's still just fucking with our lives here. This everybody, we encourage you to write uh, your. Your get well wishes and best now th- wishes. Now you think he's a breakthrough case, or do you think he uh, he never went and got that vaccine? What what are you thinking? I think he thought he went to get the vaccine. Mm. Tom, Tom, we're gonna need you to to hit us up and let us know what's going on here. Is is it a variant? Is it COVID classic? Is it the double C. You got two stoned and went to the wrong getting, place for that COVID shot. Anybody still getting that COVID classic? Is is, is that a thing that's still around at, his, at all? At his age, though, he should have had the booster by now. I hope he had it. If I was, not, you I know. was thinking about getting the booster this week. Yeah. But then, uh, what with my uh, 48 hours of not being able to fall asleep just because of sheer, like, uh, you know, mental fucking uh, craziness, mental irregularity, yeah. it didn't happen. Okay. It didn't happen at all. I haven't really done anything, but I got the house cleaned up a little bit. It looks great. You know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's. Fresh smelling and tidy in here, so yeah. that's that's good at least. That's a positive. Rock and roll red. R O C K N R E D N R O L L. Rock and rock and red and roll. I can never You're read talking it. Talking right. about Tom Rock's. Yeah, uh, but that's yeah, that's the Instagram. Instagram uh, it just breaks my brain every time I look at it. Go give them your well Rock wishes. And red and roll. Yeah, get well soon. Uh, yeah, again, non ginger pony Hodgkin's lymphoma. Is that, I, is that I, what he had? I heard he's got spina bifida. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't. It's, oh, it's not looking good. Jesus. It's not looking good. Oh, God. I heard he's got to get a uh, scrotum transplant. Oh, that's going to yeah. take 10 years off of his life. He's going to look great after he gets that thing. Oh, yeah. Shore scrot- He shores that thing up. He'll look like he's in his late 30s again, yeah, man. I've been saving up for a nut tuck myself. I yeah. think it's about time. I, I, I've i hit 40, you know. Go in there together. Get a couple straight. Why, why not do something for myself? Yeah, you know? you've earned I'm it. Do something for myself. Merry Christmas to you, you know. Merry Christmas to all of us. Merry everyone. Christmas to all of us, because it's baby oil and blow. Oh, that's right. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I was trying to figure out how to parlay that. Like, like halfway uh, between the action. SNL announcer guy and yeah. Santa Claus, yeah. so that, was, well, you know. that worked out great. Saturday Night Live, starring Ellen Cleghorn. Mrs. Claus. Yeah. I am one An elf. half of your hosts. I am Maddo. Oh, Hey, with me as always. I'm always here. I haven't thought about who you should be this week. You can be the featuring Tim Meadows to my John Lovitz. You are Nate Adams. Uh, Get used to get used to that. It's going to be the disgusting mouth noises. Oh, I'm already dried out here. Baby one blow here. Ahoy hoy everybody. I made us some holiday nog here. There's no. thick dairy. Thick dairy going on in oh. our throats. It's everybody tells you it's the last thick thing dairy, you're daddy. supposed to do before you get on a microphone. Oh, especially daddy. while you're on a microphone, is just be chugging brandy and fucking eggs and fucking dairy right here. It's, it's gonna be disgusting. It tastes getting, great, man. Uh, it's getting thick inside here. <clears throat> <clears throat> but uh it is the holiday season. Tis. Uh, tis. Tis the season. It's uh, to be something. 
So we've got something going on. I haven't thought about it at all. We got <sighs> some we? sort of theme. Usually, what it is? Die, is die, die hard December. We are. No, I was just saying. I hope I die. Die before hard Christmas. December. Because oh yeah, it's die hard. Yeah, trying yeah. to chug enough nog so that our hearts explode before Christmas. Right. So we I had. That's that's the real ticking time bomb yeah. of, the, of the podcast. I woke up today and I uh, saw the date and had some real uh, Christmas shopping anxiety going on. Yeah, I've been I, feeling I haven't that. done any and nope. have just no leads. Like, there's just no leads. I'm yeah. just like, I got to follow that thread and then I'll have that part of the shit. I don't know what I'm... I don't know Plus, who I'm going to see. We're still on that like half COVID fucking thing. Yeah. We're just like, am I going to see people like when, where, under what circumstance? Who do I got to buy for? Who don't I? It's too late now anyways. You know, mail's all fucked up. You can't get supply chain issues. There's yeah. supply chain issues, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the microchips for the cars, Christmas man. China. Yeah. Fucking Christmas is canceled. Uh, the podcast is still rolling along. Though. We're still going to be doing... All sorts of holiday-themed shit right here. Again. Die Hard is Die Hard. a hot-button issue oh, when yeah. talking about Christmas and Christmas movies. So we've done an entire Die Hard rip-off-themed month. We're talking about... With a big payoff at Rip-off movies that were Die Hards that came after Die Hard that aren't quite Die Hard. And then maybe at the end of the month, we're going to cap it all off with a something big we haven't talked about yet. Just maybe some sort of big payoff. Huge I don't payoff. know. I don't know. Oh, well, let's get baby, into the rundown beef. of our latest Die Hard rip-off that we're going to be talking about this uh, week because it's... Pretty fucking late. This this is a late start. This is a baby one blow after dark, just yeah. to let you guys know that Fuck too. Yeah. So yeah. we're a little bit more frazzled than usual. Scratch uh, your vagina let you know that. and shake your wieners. It's baby oil and blow after dark. This uh this week the the the, the rundown is brought to us by uh Dean Martin's Marshmallow World, which has really just been the Christmas jam I've been uh, putting hey, on repeat the last couple days. Hey, Nate, it's me, just Dino. That, one. that guy's got a honeyed voice, uh, Matt. Boo, 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 boo. It's, uh, I think because of all the bourbon. He, he Probably. Just, it's uh, yeah. the opposite of our thick, disgusting uh, nog yeah. uh, throat we got going on right you gotta, now, probably. You got to balance it out with a smooth palm oil. Every once in a while, you got to. Yeah. That marshmallow world, that's a delightful little jam. Throw that on uh, after you're done listening to this uh, podcast. Here. I like just that. Just treat uh, yourself. I like that Dominic the Christmas Donkey, the Italian one. Oh, yeah, that's another the, That's another Dean Martin song, right? Or is this, I think he does. It's, it's probably Sinatra. He's... He's the only one who's a greasy dago yeah. enough to be singing a song called that. Yeah. I fucking imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. Suck it. <clears throat> Matt, the rundown uh-huh. is of 1991's Toy Soldiers, <laughs> a.k.a. Die Hard in a Prep School. Yeah. This is a film with a runtime of 111 minutes. <laughs> this is a film with a budget of $10 million. <laughs> this is a film that brought back Fifteen million dollars and some change. So I don't, I don't know if it was worth anybody's time, but at least not a failure. <laughs> Rotten Tomato score thirty-eight percent. Critics, yeah, not a big fan. Cinema score A minus. Fucking audiences loving this one, as it turns out. I think now that go. I've started looking up the cinema score, that's going to be a common theme of the movies we talk about. Critics hate them. Audiences love them. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Director. It's really becoming our bread and butter. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. we're, we're talking to the people here, the working man. It's a show for the people. It's, I've it's always been there for, for you. the working people. We've always said that. Director of this film, a journeyman. Speaking of working man, 
Daniel Petrie Jr. Daniel this is Day a guy Lewis? who's uh he's done he's done a lot of a lot of uh just TV stuff I think but uh okay. had a couple big movies okay oh he did uh, big couple no not a couple uh Polly Shore movies <laughs> he did oh. in the army now is what I'm trying to say uh, this is the director of in the army now not, Daniel Petrie Jr. not one of my most faves uh, Shore I don't know you get Andy yeah, Dick I was gonna say you're forgetting the Andy Dick Polly Shore fucking uh, play back and forth if that, I'm that chemistry right there I think if, you're forgetting about if I'm doing that end of the era Shore I'm gonna go Cherry Diddy over in the army oh, now I don't remember much about either so I can't really Really argue that point, but uh, who's doing end of the run, Pauly Shore? By the way, nobody needs to. There's no reason for you to do that. Puck from the real world is in jury duty. No, sold absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Did he get canceled after he was arrested for beating the shit out of uh, women? Is <laughs> can we still can we still talk about he, how awesome Puck is? Yeah, he, like yeah. that was we all knew. Also, a screenwriter. This guy prolific. Uh, he wrote all the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Oh, dang! And also, a little man, uh, dog, friendship, buddy comedy. I like to mm. watch every once in a while called Turner and Hooch. Ooh, you know I'm more of a canine. Turner and fan. Hooch came out of this guy's brain. Well, you, you can't beat Jim Belushi, but you know, Turner and Hooch is pretty good. I heard that Hanks might great. have a career. That that Hanks guy, he's yeah. going places, man. He should be all right. Let's get into the stars of this movie, man. Lots of stars. There's a lot here. of people in this fucking film. Yeah. This is an ensemble piece. I want to talk about the elder statesman of the the action genre mm. before we talk about anybody. I want to talk about Lou Gossett Jr. Oh hell yeah! Not a junior fool, you. This guy's time. This guy's a patriarch right here. He's in this film as Dean Parker, the dean of an expensive boarding school for rich boys. Yeah. Uh, this guy was motherfucking Honey Roy Palmer in Digstown, one of my favorite underrated movies. I uh, always shout out. He was a uh, fucking chappy in the Iron Eagle franchise, mm. which I have not revisited in many, many years. We might have to oh. talk about some Iron. Maybe a whole month of Iron Eagle. Just Eagles a whole month. There's enough of them. Could be. Also, he was Jake Berkowitz in the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie, which yep. I know is a favorite of yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the man. He's With that uh, hobo sewer friend? Mm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Maybe. Haven't <laughs> Also have not revisited that oh, one since it holds I was a up. child. Denholm Elliott, speaking of old guys. Denholm, maybe. He's in this movie as just Headmaster, is this all he's called? That's who he's credited as? He's fucking Marcus. He's the head, headmaster of an expensive boarding school for rich boys. Yes, he's fucking Marcus Brody from the Indiana Jones movies, and he was Coleman in Trading Places. Mm. This guy. People like that movie. Trading, trading places. places, yeah, you just fucking just a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah, racism. Yeah, a lot of Jamie racism. Jamie Lee Curtis's titties. I was just say JLC's boobs. More racism. Which are ample. They are. They are ample, ample boobs, yeah. Matt. Well worth looking at. Really offsets the penis. Let's get into like the the, the heart of this movie, though. The, yeah, the the troop of young boys who we're following uh, in this film. The leader we're always of which, following troops of young boys. Leader of which. Sean Astin is in this film as Billy Tepper, the rebel prankster who Billy goes Tepper. to the, the, the boarding school and leads a gang of cool guys. Uh, he was, of course, as we talked about last week, Samwise Gamgee's mm. in your favorite, the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, yeah. He was Samwise and all over those yeah. fucking movies. Uh, Samurai Ham Cheese. 
He's Mikey from Goonies. Yep. If, uh, you're one of those people who likes 80s fucking nostalgia shit. People not. like he that movie. Dave and Encino Man, if you're talking That's Prime Polly Shore. If you're talking Hell yeah. Prime Polly Shore. Hell which, yes. Who could forget that? Uh. Also, probably most importantly, he was fucking Daniel E. motherfucking Rudy Rudiger in the movie Rudy. People also really like emotional that film that's ever been made in the history of Hollywood. I would say. Where does that stand up in your favorite uh, Indiana sports films? Uh, well, it's got Charles S. Dutton in it, so number one with a fucking bullet. I'll mm. tell you that much right mine's, there. Mine's Home of the Giants with uh, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, okay. Yeah, features uh, two. Thought for sure you were a, two. a Breaking Away man. Two songs. So many thighs uh, and cut off shorts in that breaking away. It's Dan Smart and I got two writing credits in that movie. Oh, okay. All right, so buddy. This is this is a film nobody's seen that you made a song on. I see, it, uh, I see what's happening here. There's picked, some real nepotism. It got going picked on up here. by like a Showtime or an HBO. Hey, man, let me get some more nog in my. Throat. There you go. That'll give me more time to talk mm. about it. So it's there's a party scene in the middle. Oh, no, you're no, back. No, 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 no. You I, I, I want to hear about this. What, go ahead. Tell me more about this this film. It's a straight to DVD Haley Joel Osment movie and one of the mm. Panna Bakers. Yeah, sure. I don't know which one. Wait, what's a Panna Baker? They were Disney starlets. Oh, and, what are uh, we talking about? Like uh, known for being <laughs> juggy or uh, how, just how, how Disney recruit these these people? Just that like. Girl, like pretty girl next door, white oh, girl, that, the, just the vanilla white more. girl, Ooh. yeah, mm. that they loved. Not like that uh, saucy Selena Gomez, uh, just Latina energy that they were they were chasing after. For no, a while these there. were two just real basic white girls. Okay, maybe not as interested as I thought it yeah, was. Turns out, uh, Sean Astin. Uh, I, I, one side note: oh. his first acting credit uh-huh. uh, ever. Uh, he w- he played young Brian Reynolds opposite Patty Duke mm. in a TV movie called "Please Don't Hit Me, Mom." <laughs> that sounds pretty funny. Sounds sounds pretty hilarious. Yeah. That sounds like something I like to check out. Uh, Patty Duke it. slapping around a young Sean Astin. That yeah. that's worth a watch right there. He he was uh, on that last season of the Stranger Things, mm. and the people liked him. He's looking very chubby these yeah. days, from what I saw of the uh, the, the Stranger the promotion of that chubby thing. things. Yeah, yeah. Stranger Things. Chubby Watched the first man. season. A lot of fun. It was fine. Didn't yeah. care to keep going. Does it go anywhere interesting? Second season was everybody tells you really it's great, boring. But I don't want to listen to everybody. Third one was just. Not as good as the first, so if you didn't like the first one that much, yeah, you're done. Damn shame. Will Wheaton is in this movie as Joey Trotta, the femme dweeb of the group. Yeah. Uh, he, of course. Tough guy femme dweeb. Gordy, the femme dweeb in Stand By Me. And, of course, Nerdy he was in most infamously Wesley Crusher, the femme dweeb in Star Trek Sci-fi. TNG. Uh, the most annoying character of maybe any TV show ever that everybody yeah. hated. These days he's doing a bunch of voice work, so mm. big ups to him for cashing those easy paychecks. I always like when somebody's just like transitioned into a voice actor. I'm now a millionaire and I barely work. He did a lot of episodes of Big Bang, so he's got to be getting them uh, residuals on the old syndication checks. Big Bang money, I'll tell you that much. Oh right hell now. yeah! Keith Coogan is in this film as Jonathan Snuffy Bradbury. Keithy Coogs. He's the cool one of the group. Uh, Duh. 
He was Brad in Adventures in Babysitting when he was a young chap. But most importantly, most memorably, he was Kenny, the stoner brother in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. The dishes are, are done. done, man. What an emphasis. T.E. Russell is in this film as Hank Giles, the uh, token black kid of the group. Yep. He uh, has kind of got some Miles Bennett Dyson uh, energy he about him. Sure yeah, he sure does, yeah. Does. Uh, he was the character Video in Trespass, the uh, ice cube joint. Okay. He was Spitz in Gladiator, a really underrated fucking uh, boxing movie that I, I enjoy quite a bit. Uh-huh. And I uh, I noted when he was looking at his credits, he did an episode of Jag. Which That's what I knew him from. Also, maybe not, because he also did an episode of what I know is one of your favorite uh, our dramas from the 19, uh, early 1990s, China Beach. He was he did, he did some China Beach work. I know that stuff. Expressions of yeah, says, the uh, way life used to be. George Perez. Well, I'll take it over here. I'm excited to talk about this guy. Longtime George fan. Perez. Had one of the last great uh, sitcoms. The iconic. You know? Caught a lot of comic them, book uh, artists. Old, uh, yeah, no, no, he's a comedian. He's always like, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 what's up? No, 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 no. You're 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 thinking of uh, George Lopez, is what you're thinking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's a great. Guy. This is George Perez, who I think is that the same name as that comic I've book uh, artist who just announced that he's going to die in six months uh, via cancer. Is that why people were posting his shit? Yeah, yesterday? yeah, yeah. Okay. Pre- very prolific guy from the '80s all the way up through the early 2000s. He did all the big team yeah, books, man. Yeah, that guy. Great, great Infinity, artist, uh, or Infinity Crisis, preemptive R.I.P. to that guy who's got a very yeah. progressive and uh, fucking uh, just terrible cancer riddling his body right now, as it turns out. But no, no, this is a young boy. Okay. Uh, he's the sexy A.C. Slater of the group here. He sure is. Uh, George Perez. He was uh, Jose in the movie Tin Cup. Which oh, I've yeah. seen once or twice. No, you're thinking of just uh, delightful for my memory. It's very Cheech delightful. Marin, who's in that, uh, he, also delightful in Tin Cup. Yeah. He played the character Seth in uh, Selena, which okay. I know is a favorite of uh, your yeah. wife's whole family's. People love watching that fucking movie. Yep. Uh, also, uh, we need to point out that he was the character uh, another Jose, Jose Martinez. In uh, season eight, episode twelve of Walker Texas Ranger, oh, uh, titled "A Matter of Faith." This was mm. a film where men dressed as Santa <laughs> rob <laughs> bell ringers, <laughs> and also uh, <laughs> gang members rob a church that is attended by former members of their gang, bring them into c- contact for the first time in many years, and maybe a Boy. Christmas miracle happens. Boy, what? <laughs> this is something I think maybe season eight, episode 12 of Walker, Texas Ranger, we all need to watch before the Christmas season is over. Yeah. It sounds like it could really inspire us to uh, be better people. It'll maybe. be good when we switch over to the uh, TV format mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. We'll slate it in for our uh, TV uh, Christmas Perfect. episodes. It's, it's all coming together. Right. It's all coming together. Noel Johnson is very briefly in this film as Phil Donahue, the kid whose dad is a federal judge, so he gets pulled out of the movie real quick. Phil uh, Donahue. Just, I just want to talk about the entire group, even though he doesn't really do anything in this movie. Also, I thought it was interesting that he was uh, the character Tommy in Lean on Me, and also he was the character oh. Tommy in Steel Magnolias. I think it's weird when somebody plays like the same character name over and over yeah. again. After that, Tommy rolls dried up, so he was never really anything else That's again. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Chris Farley jammed him. Uh, Andrew Devoff is in this film is Louis Kelly. Yeah. An international terrorist and the son of an imprisoned drug kingpin. Gotta have one. 
We saw him as the character Boris in Air Force One. Oh. Which, weird. He's He can play Russian or Venezuelan or whatever. Yikes. Uh, we saw him as Cherry Gans in the movie 48 Hours. So oh. This is his big fucking wow. uh, three-peat fucking, yeah, he's kind of sexual. How also, about Also, he did episodes of uh, all the fucking classic TV shows. Play it on love. me. Jag, Nash Bridges, Walker, Texas Ranger, and the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. This motherfucker was on fucking all of them. That's a that's a hell of a nineties. Very impressive, for sure. This guy was killing it in the nineties. Yeah. Michael Champion is another guy I want to talk about. Champion. He was in this movie as Jack Thorpe, one of the bad guys' main goons. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, Casey in Beverly Hills Cop. Mm. He was Helm in Total Recall. Mm. He was. Harry Deal in season three, episode three of the Father Dowling Mysteries, Ooh. starring uh, you know the dad from Happy Days. Yeah, uh, that, that that episode was titled "The Devil in the Deep Blue Sea Mystery." Okay, this is where Sister Steve's brother refuses to take part in a, a criminal enterprise and then gets ran over by uh, the two criminals who were trying to get him to join their gang. That so, sounds a bit extreme. Father Dowling had to be uh, on the case on that one, I'm sure. Did uh, he enlist Potsy? And Ralph Melf to help him out? Maybe. It could have been. I would have if I was him. It's a shame that It could have been a big help. It's a shame that the rest of his family was murdered and he joined the clergy. Oh, so sad. It's so sad. It's a spinoff of Happy Days, Richie, right? Richie? Yeah. The older brother who only showed up in the pilot? Like, oh, he was very tragically murdered. They sent him to Nam. Arlie Ermey is in this film as the Ooh. army general guy, like he always plays. Oh. He's the army general guy in every fucking movie. I'm talking Full Metal Jacket. I'm talking he's the fucking army guy in Toy Story even. The Frighteners is fucking in that movie. Body Snatchers, the 1993 Abel Ferrara uh, Body Snatchers mm-hmm. remake that is very underrated. People always talk about that 70s remake. It's good. 1993 one's good too. Go watch that fucking thing. How also, a uh, guy who showed up. On uh, a TV show that I know is a big favorite of yours, Matt. What that is? China Beach. He's on, he's on an episode. He played a coach in one. Oh wow! One. Uh, he played coaches. Very and generals? important film, and that's Saving Silverman. Mmm. Big mm, fan. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, son of a yeah. Oh, right there. Coming up uh, at the tail end here, one last guy I want to mention is a. Uh, Little actor by the name of Mason Adams, who's in this film. Mason Adams? As Deputy Director Brown. Uh, he was the grandpa and son-in-law, which is peak fucking Pauly Shore. There if you're we asking go. Me. He's a character who delivers the line, I gotta tell you, Travis, it really tweaks my melon to see a buff bro-like crawl here get wheezed on by a greasy scum bat. Egg like you. So why don't you just chill? Hilarious. An That's old guy stuff. talking like Polly Shore. That's good. Kind stuff. of. You got like half of it right. Half of it's not yeah. stuff Polly Shore would say, but he didn't. This care. fucking old guy. He's, he's fucking nailing it. He didn't care all that much. He didn't care all that much. No. Tagline of this film, Matt. Oh. They've always been rebels. Today, they become heroes. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. That sounds awesome. To me that's right one of the there. better ones we've really had. Really good. Plot of this film. Let's get into it. All this right. Cool shit happens in this movie. After federal agents arrest a drug czar and put him on trial, the cartel leader's vicious son storms that's a prep school and takes its students hostage. 
They rebel against the armed intruders and try to take back their academy by any means necessary. Oh, my. That's fucking toy soldiers. Wow. Now let's get into the next segment of our podcast called Bullet Points. That's bullet noises. Oh, I thought you were... I thought that was just you very lazily not hitting the uh, inception noises button anymore. <laughs> it was just that, that's just how you're going to do it from now on. This is where we dig through our notes and we read all the things that stood out to us that we arranged in the form of bullet points in our notes. We talk about the film. Discussion happens. It's the meat of the podcast. Yeah. Matt, what was your first bullet point here when uh, you were watching Toy Soldiers? Columbiana has special forces tattoos. Oh, wow. There's, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of army guys going on in here. Yeah. You, you open up in some sort of fucking Central America. Colombia. Or whatever right here. Yeah, it was Colombia. That's where yeah. we're at right now. I noticed that the music is just very dramatic and mm. sort of more high rent sounding than I expected from this movie. I looked it up. A guy named Robert Folk did the soundtrack. Oh, Bobby Folk. Yeah, uh, he's done a ton of shit, but it's mostly all schlock, so I think yeah. he was really just firing on all cylinders here when he made this Toy Soldiers movie. You know what it all is, though? What's that? Folk music. Ooh. Hey, watch out now. That's right. If it uh, never sounds new and it never gets old, that's mm. folk music right there. Amen. So, yeah, shit's going down in Colombiana. There's a shootout with La Policia. Uh, people are being held hostage. Bad guys are threatening to throw a lady in a pink dress out the window. Uh, fucking, she had it coming. She probably had it coming. Like who? Uh, that's a very ostentatious dress to wear to court. I, I would say is what's going on. Yeah. So we meet the bad guy. Uh, kind of just like uh, I, I'm just I guess thought of him as being Razor Ramon through most of uh, this movie. Just hmm. 90s wrestler Razor Ramon is kind of what he was doing. I like it as a character. Uh, turns out he wants his father freed. I need my daddy. So he's going to this judge that, like, sentenced him or whatever, but the guy's like, listen, man, that guy's getting sentenced in the United States of America. Yeah. You know, good old U.S. of A. Yeah. He's already on a plane over there. There's nothing I can do. If I can, like, talk to President fucking Reagan about it or whoever was president yeah. when this movie came out. Thanks, Obama. Probably, probably George H. I think probably George Obama. H. Bush was going on in here. If, if it was Obama, they would have just let him free because that guy was a fucking pussy. Yep. Yeah. Fucking... Thanks, Obama. We elected a femme president. Give me, give me a break. Get out of here. Uh, so this guy's like, I don't believe you. You're a fucking liar. And he's like, Hey, fucking call up America and ask him. Yeah. So he's like, All right, hey, hey, my goon, Michael Campion. Uh, yeah. Call up America. And the guy's like, I got America on the phone here. I'm talking to Carson Daly. Yeah, he says your dad's in America now. Like, yep. oh, that sucks, bro. Like. We took this whole courtroom hostage for nothing. for nothing. Probably gonna have to go to America and do this all over again. Yeah. Fuck. It's kind of like American Tale. Yeah. It's kind of a whole wasted opening uh, sequence here that we don't really need. There's no cats in America. I don't know. It's just like, oh, we did this whole thing, but then it led to nothing. Mm -hmm. We took up 10 minutes of this movie. If we had to cut this out, it would have been like way closer yeah. to 90 minutes. Probably yeah. would have been better. But A little too much backstory. They throw that pink-dressed lady out the window for no reason. That's good pay To off. just establish like that they're really bad guys who yeah. will murder people. So Dominance, I guess man. At the very least, we get a little like, oh, fuck, these guys are serious. Yeah. Coming out of That's appreciated. Scene right here, yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
Luckily, they got a chopper on the roof. Yeah. They got to go to America now, so they just gotta keep the heat get up there and get on the chopper. They take the judge up there and throw him out chopper. of the fucking helicopter for no reason, too. So, that was fun, too. Yeah, you get some sweet, like, Point Break-esque, like, uh, mid-air fucking I'm camera work going on here. The sky. See that guy falling through the sky? So, pretty sweet. Uh, dramatic fucking action movie stuff in that opening. Now we're like Fancy Boy Harvard or yeah. at school music. Looks like a real nice place. It's, oh, what do you think tuition is? Uh, this fucking school oh, right here. This God. the grounds. There's, 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 there's so many grounds going on here. This is Back then, I mean, oof, I got no idea. There's rich boys at a boarding school rich here. Rich boys. Uh, this is where we smash cut. We're at Little Lord Fauntleroy's Academy for Albino Hemophiliacs. Yep. All the rich boys are here. They are. Dr. Drew, his cousins, everybody's having incestuous, like, blue blood sex going on. Yep. Uh, some bad kids are spray painting the uh, sign that you gotta pass when you go into the place, and you're like, who are these bad guys? Uh, and who's this hapless security guard who's being distracted by the students taking his billy club and playing keep away uh, from him with it? He looked like a real dork. He looked like a real dork. And also... Wow, not a lot of security going on at this place. Didn't uh, look very secure, mate. If, if I wanted to take over this school, I just got to get by this one guy who's getting bullied by the students. Wow, just him. This is this is not a good setup, probably. No. Some government suits show up, and they're like, "Hey, hate them. We got to pull this bowl-cutted blonde kid out of the school because yeah. his dad's a federal judge." And there's all sorts of shit going down with this. The Casey's on and the cartel yeah. guy and terrorists and whatnot. Blah, blah, blah. The whole family's in danger. Don't ask any questions, Marcus Brody and Lou Gossett Jr. We're just taking them out of here. Fucking pack up a car. Everybody's like, okay. Mm-hmm. The most important, yeah, it's fucking Lou Gossett. Uh, he's the dean, and he has a real Bart Simpson and Principal Skinner relationship with Rudy Rudiger, who's yeah. best friends with the bowl-cutted guy. And they're like... I know you spray painted the sign. We'll we'll deal with this later. You 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 rebel. But he's uh, the this uh, the sandal grand witch, you know. Mm, yeah, all that shit. Temple Grandin. Yeah, Jason Jambi. Get on DoorDash and uh, order me a sandwich grandal or whatever you just said. That that sounds good yeah, right now. I, I haven't it. had dinner yet. It'll be nice for you. Nighttime hijinks after this. Uh, Rudy Rudiger and his whole gang. They're Breaking into the cafeteria and sneaking into, like, the underground railroad basement that's apparently under the cafeteria here for some nighttime circle jerks is what's, what's going to happen here. Just, you know, inquisitive young boys learning about their bodies. Will Wheaton has a dangly cross earring like he uh, lives on the Lost God, Boys is, Beach. You didn't have it in the gayer, did he? Uh, Keith Coogan has cigarettes because he's the coolest one. Yep. Uh, we learn that Rudy Rudiger has invented the concept of Rumplemans because he's mixed up a bunch of vodka. Yep, and, like, I got that too. It's homemade rumple. Selling it in mouthwash bottles is what's going on. He's like, I got a whole bottle of it right here. Let's uh, go get drunk on it and jerk off down in the wine cellar, yeah. the forgotten wine cellar. Uh, there's lots of talk about beating off Matt. This is oh, yeah. this isn't just all stuff that's coming out of my brain right here. This no, that's they get happened. down there and they instantly just start talking about beating off yeah. over and over again. Like they're one step away from just pulling out a biscuit and doing yeah. the whole limp biscuit scenario right here. It'd be funny to tell you like and lie and be like, you got mm. real drunk. None of that happened. Oh, mate. but no, no it, it's yeah. 
It happened. There's a whole like five minute happened. scene talking about beating off. This movie yeah. is real homoerotic. It's really weird, right here. They call a phone sex hotline yeah. using some sort of old school like freaker contraption that Rudy yep. makes here. He's this guy fucking sacking. Yeah, he, he's subscribed to all the fucking hacker zines back in the day. He's he's got red boxes. He's got black boxes. He knows how to do all this shit. He's got a you know printed out. Uh, anarchist cookbook. Yeah, they're making bombs. They're calling up uh, phone sex hotlines. But yeah, they call up the hotline. They're talking to. They're all getting real randy talking yeah. to this phone sex girl. I'm just like, it's weird. Are we gonna start beating off together. Are we about to see a, see a scene in this movie where all these teenage boys start beating off together? They're talking about like beating it. off. They're <clears throat> now talking very sexual with a lady all together. Uh, Lou Gossett, meanwhile, is in his office, and he sees there's, like, a blinking line active on the phones, and he's like, what's going on here? He picks up the receiver and starts hearing a bunch of fucking just body talk, and he's like... He picks it up, and old girl's straight moaning. This is very interesting, what I'm hearing. This is not what I should hear, and I now I'm worried, is Lou Gossett Jr. gonna start beating off? Like, what's gonna happen right here? I mean, if he did... No big deal. He's in an office by himself. Yeah. Nobody wouldn't even knows be, he's on the line. Weird, but you know? Yeah, he uh, gets up and starts running. And he's just like, ooh, he knows something's up. I got to run away from this boner. I think there's a circle jerk going on somewhere in the bowels of this building right here. Mm-hmm. I got to go fucking check this shit out is what happens. And yeah. Hope I'm not too late. Somehow he runs down. He, he knows that they're probably down in the uh, catacombs below the cafeteria. And he's like... Hey, I caught you all. Come out of there. It's Rudy and his friends. You're all in fucking big trouble and whatnot. Like, uh, fucking stop tapping into our phone lines and calling hookers. Yeah. And drinking mouthwash vodka. I'm, yeah. I'm in charge here, motherfucker. I'm the guy. Uh, meanwhile, smash cut to some danger music in a truck somewhere that looks like a rock quarry, just like driving around and whatever's going on has to be dangerous because the music's very dangerous i got it right here music tells us the bad guys have arrived yeah, that's right uh there's some border guards so it turns out they're sneaking in the u.s of a these guys are like hey there's a bunch of mexicans trying to get in the country let's yeah. go shut that down oh god they got some terrorists with them now we're all getting shot uh that's, champ, that's champ, pretty much it. There. He, shoots, he shoots a bunch of ice guys. I guess this is before ice existed. This is like proto-ice going on here. But uh, yeah, they're using some hyenas to get into the country here. So mm. they they blow up the, the border truck like badasses. And they're yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's that's fucking what we do. Let's get in here. Let's fucking take some teenage boys hostage. After this is the big mouthwash roundup, Gossip's like, uh, hey, Rudy, I don't like that you've made a... Mm. Homemade Rumplemans. Mm. I don't like that you've sold a bunch of bottles of it to everybody. I'm going to take you around in the middle of the night, make you uh, ask for it all back from everybody you sold it to to yeah. humiliate you right here. It's making him his bitch. Making him his bitch, basically. And I'm like, why do you even tell Gossett there was more than one bottle? This is a very easy situation to lie your way out of. Like, it's just, it, he it, wants guidance. I think he wants somebody is, to take notice of his yeah, life. We're digging into this very complicated relationship between these two guys. Like they're they're antagonistic, but there's a begrudging respect here. I mm. think he's, he tells Gossett, "All right, there's eight more bottles," and Gossett believes him, and he's like, uh, mm, "You know, I, I know that you're a real uh, prankster, but uh, you're a prankster with a code, a real prank Sinatra." He's like, uh, "You're a real." Stick in the ass, 
dean of a, but but I, God damn it, I respect you. You're Lou Gossett, and you're probably from the streets or something. I bet you came up all rough like yeah. I did, probably. So they come to an understanding. He's like, all right, I'm not going to make you knock on everybody's door with the dean looking like a little fucking rat bitch. Just yeah. get all eight of them yourself, bring them to me, and then... <sighs> I'm putting you on pots and pans duty for for a month is what's happening here. Yeah, Lou Gossett, he's he's from the streets. He knows how to deal with kids with attitude. He knows he's, he's not going to deal with any of this. No, um, but Rudy Rudiger's pissed. He's like, we got to get some revenge, fucking tonight, Wesley Crusher tonight. I can't let him be making me look like a fool in front of all the other student body. Let's yeah. pull a prank, the ultimate prank. Are you in? Let's do it. Young Master Wesley. Yeah, we learned that they took all the uh, the furniture out of Headmaster Marcus Brody's office. Oh, and they, they reassembled it in, up in the quad so everybody would see it first thing in the morning. Oh, what oh, an man. embarrassment. What an embarrassment. Lou Gossett's not happy about it. And he knows he can't show it. his face. He's like, put all this furniture back, oh, you cocky kids. And you cock-sucking. But even Marcus Brody. Circle-jerking. The oldest guy in this movie is like, it's kind of funny what they did. Like, yeah. Everything is perfectly how it was arranged in my office. Look at these guys' attention to detail. Yeah. They're they're very like experienced pranksters. Like mm-hmm. they're very good at it. Maybe how good they are at pranks, I don't know. It could have some real world applications. Maybe Got later to. on this movie it's gonna lead to something. Yeah. Who could say? Who could fucking say? Right. That's why uh Fucking Ashton Kutcher's working with the uh, CIA these that's days. That's right, yeah. Like, that's why Sean Astin's punked was... Uh, Sean Astin Kutcher. S- such a such a big fucking show on MTV for so long. Sean Astin Kutcher. Oh, fuck, the terrorists are here, man. Oh, no. Later later in the day, we're, we're at lunch or whatever, and the terrorists all roll up in like a plumbing truck in a panel van. Oh, God. And just blow away that hapless guard at the fucking Ugh. front gate. So he's dead. Kids hear machine gun fire, and they're like, what's going on? Is that like machine gun fire? Daddy, daddy, I'm scared. Mikael Campion comes in, shooting yeah. the fucking ceiling with a machine gun, and they're like, oh, fuck, that is machine That's gun That's a machine gun. There's a lot of machine guns going on here. We're fucked. Oh, no. Which, after seeing this movie, it just like, constantly for the rest of my school career, I was always like, thinking when I was supposed to be listening to like class or whatever, like, what would happen if guys came in here with machine guns right now? Like, where would I go? What would I do? Like, what would be my plan? Like, it was... That's that's 90% of what I thought about at all times when I was in school. I'd say just move in to the uh, bulk of people. Mm. Find the biggest crowd. Safety in numbers. Yeah, and just get yourself in the middle. See, I was... And just, you know, low profile. I think right away I'd just be trying to, like, play like I was one of the terrorists. Just try to join their team, just from them not noticing. Like, I I was one of the kids just like, oh, yes, Get, yeah, get down on your knees. What he said, yeah. blah blah. blah. Oh, I forgot to bring my gun. Can I have one of yours? Yeah. Just try so, to join the terrorists so, so as soon pass, as possible. So pass me a gun. Pass me a gun. I was constantly fantasizing about holding guns to my classmates' heads back when I was in high school. That would have been great stuff. That's, yeah. yeah, that's sane. It would have been great. Uh, so there's one kid who looks like a keyboardist in a new wave band oh. who tries to use the payphone to like call out, but yeah. they're like. Oh, we caught you, you idiot. Now we're going to machine gun all the payphones. So they're fucking destroyed. There's no calling going to happen. One teacher tries to be like, hey, what's going on here? They fucking Chemistry machine gun teacher. him. Yeah. Don't shoot the phones. Chem teacher gets all sorts of different bullets riddling his body. 
Which sucks because they were also going to use him to make meth. Uh, that would have been very lucrative for them. They had to cut that out. So they round up everybody. Then they start rigging the entire ground to C4, explode. C4, baby. They're just putting up fucking C4 and wires like everywhere. They're putting mounted machine guns up on the roof. They got a lot of gear. We they know, smuggled a lot of gear into the country, apparently. We know it's C4 because it's clearly labeled C4. Oh, that's so cool. And Steven Seagal isn't there to call it plastique. Plastique. It's... Mm. These guys, they got away with a helo, and then they smuggled a lot of plastique into the plastique. country. Um, I, I noted that one of the goons looks that like... That nog's really lending itself to your Seagull, by the way. One of the, one of the goons looks like a little Stevie Van Zant. I wrote down. Yeah, I saw him. <laughs> that was very yeah. important. Uh, hey, boss, which one of these guys you want me to have him shoot? <laughs> so the main bad guy starts questioning Marcus Brody. They're, he's like, where is this kid? We got to find this kid. And he's like, the boy's not here, man. Fucking government agents came yesterday and took him out of here. They saw your dumb plan coming a mile away, you fucking idiot. He he gone. Michael Campion, the mm-hmm. only one of the terrorists who can read. Yeah. Or at least that we know of. Sure. He takes a look at these. The only you know, white one. The student dossiers. Yeah. And he's like. Yeah, they've they've got records of it right here. Yeah, sure. This, they this wrote kid it left down. like a week ago. Also, I'm dressed like Bob Vila for yeah. this entire movie, but with cooler, cool glasses. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing fucking like a shop teacher's uh, eyeglasses, and I'm dressed like Bob Vila. Uh, I don't know how I became a terrorist goon in Central America, no. but it happened. Uh, he's got the files on the student body, and he's like, "Well, our first plan fucking failed. The second plan's a bust, but uh." Turns out a lot of these kids are really rich and have very important parents. So yeah. maybe we can turn this fucking chicken shit to t- chicken salad. Like, mm-hmm. we'll just take these kids hostage and make a bunch of demands. I don't know. It's a plan. I mean, it's just as good as what their plan was going in. Sure, yeah. It's, it's, so they, they get all the kids together, and the main bad guy, Razor Ramon, is doing a roll call. Yeah. And it's like, oh, turns out all of the most important kids in this school are... The five kids we've been introduced to yeah. that are all part of this little group. Not, Isn't that convenient? Now tell everyone, who is your daddy yeah. and what, what does, does he, he do? do? So it turns out all these guys' dads are real sex machines, but yeah. Will Wheaton's dad's a big mafia don, we learn. Mafioso. like, that kid don't look Italian to me. There's no. fucking, you're trying to tell me Will Wheaton's a fucking big old Italian guy's kid? No, no, I there's don't no way. think so. So they're like, hey, A.C. Slater, you look like you fucking probably know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. How about it? You going to know what we're saying to each other? And he's like, oh, no, no comprende. Yeah. Fucking they're like, oh, yeah, well, all right. Uh, I'm going to say in Spanish, shoot this kid. And then he freaks out like an idiot. And they're like, like, yeah, we knew it. We un, knew it. Un poquito. Duly noted. You speak Spanish. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like that was setting a seed for a plot line that was going to mm, go somewhere, but nah. not really, not really. Just, they were just clarifying mostly. Just clarifying like, hey, this is a diverse crew of kids we got going here. There's yeah. one uh, Latin kid and one black kid. That's nice. It's not, it's not just a white people movie. Everybody yeah. can love it. Sorry there's no girls in it, but look at this diverse group of boys. Sir, not a woman on in the entire cast, I don't think. Well, that yeah. one woman got thrown out the window. Oh, yeah. Pink dress gets thrown yeah. out the window. I think she's the only uh, woman Strong in the entire movie. female presence. Finally. Finally a guy's movie where yeah. we're not bothering with chick shit. If a chick shows up, yeah. throw, throw her, her out, out the window. window. Uh, we got a new motto for the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. shows up back on the, the grounds here is my next bullet point. Because he was off trying to make a deal with the sheriff. 
who is a squad car, got uh, spray-painted by Rudy Rudiger and all his goons. Yeah, he's like, the rejects. Listen, they call man, themselves the rejects. Listen, uh, just, just, let's make a deal. Like, these kids, they're good kids at heart. You don't really want to arrest them. Then this fat southern deputy runs over, and he's like, People been shooting down at school. <laughs> I was like, oh, this isn't like Massachusetts or wherever. Why does this guy got a southern accent? But that, mm. whatever. They drive over to the school. They always find, did that. Like if it's a sheriff's find department. Find the guard dead. Yeah, there's always got to be just, just uh, some sort of southern small town deputy. Sheriff's department. <laughs> uh, so uh, Lou Gossett's like, fuck, we got to call the feds. This is like, like I work serious there. shit going on there. But the sheriff's like, Listen, man. You don't think I can do this? I'm, I've am i been waiting my whole life for this. Yeah. This is my Copland moment yeah. right here. I'm going to fucking... I'm not going to blow it. I'm going to fucking be somebody right here. He's just like our sheriff last week in Passenger 57. Absolutely, yeah. He's, uh, A, uh, arrest any black people you see. That's yes. number one. Uh, and then, B, about to drive this car right up to this fucking terrorist-riddled school and uh, give these guys the what for is what's going to happen. Yeah. Don't you worry about it, Luke Gossett Jr. No need to call the fucking feds. I got this. Doesn't work out. He gets machine-gunned and rocket-launched. Yep. They machine-gun the shit out of his car. Everybody bails out and runs very comically. And then yeah. for good measure, the bad guys just rocket-launch the car just to be like, we got machine-guns and rocket-launchers. Like, Spread now, the, spread now the word. you're aware. This, yeah. this is fucking serious. Tell everyone serious you know. Shit. Yeah. These guys brought a lot of firepower just to do a simple Oh, they sure thing. did. That's what they did. Yeah. Fucking, fucking bumpkin. Come on. Go, go walk your beat, idiot. But Gossett, yeah. a little calm and collected through this whole thing. He's, <clears throat> this, is, this is guy's M.O. Boy, he's been in like sure. two Iron Eagles by now. Yeah. At this point, he's pretty grizzled. Speaking of grizzled, grandfather from the son-in-law shows up after this, and he's yeah. like, I'm here from the federal government. I'm yeah. in charge. You crusty weasel. Weasel Wheeze the teeth. juice. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. What's going on? Give me the rundown. And it's like, uh, okay, he's here. The terrorists Bad are setting guys. up some sort of ham radio thing they got that about we learn th- later is the big remote control thing that will blow up the whole school. They got a three-mile radius around the school that they can pretty much shoot. Arlie Ernie shows up in a helo with a bunch of army guys, and Let's he's like, I'm here. I'm old friends with you. Grandpa from the son-in-law. Hey, what are Blah, blah, blah. Pal, you mean from Get ready, ready, ready to fight some terrorists. Yeah. This is like Fight Club, though. The terrorists got to set up their rules with all these kids going on. Yep. First rule of terrorist occupation, like, uh, what every hour on the hour, we're going to count your heads. Yep. If, any, if anybody's missing, five people get killed. If two people are missing, ten people get killed, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Second rule of terrorist club, don't talk about terrorist club. Yeah. Keep, keep your mouth shut. Uh, third rule, everything is wired to explode. If you try to fuck with any all of this of it. shit, it's gonna explode. Fuck with the wires. It will explode. Explosion. Now, uh, all you kids, we're gonna throw you in random rooms. We're gonna... We don't really care. March you back into the little dorm area and throw you in rooms. We know you're in a circle, jerk, so instead of two a room, we'll do five. Luckily, all of our main characters uh, get to stick together, and they all get, they got, all get put in the same room, because narratively, it'd be very confusing if they weren't allowed to uh, be together and have conversations through this whole thing, so... Who thank thank God for small favors right there. It's not any of their rooms though. No, they're in some little young kids' rooms. There's seven in a room now, and they're like, "Oh, these guys pretty tough and cool. We better do what they say." They get stuck with yogurt in his roommate. That's right. 
uh, who I don't think has a name. Do we ever learn that kid's name? The other kid? Either way, we also established that Razor Ramon has a garage door opener uh, strapped to his wrist. And yeah. That's how he can blow everything up, just pushing that garage door Power opener. Power glove. It's so yeah, bad. Pretty fucking cool right there. Uh, next scene, Razor Ramon sending his demands to the feds. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want my daddy back or everyone dies. Give me my daddy. I love my Where's daddy. Where's my daddy? Where is my daddy? He releases the faculty, except for Marcus Brody, but he keeps all the kids. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, they're going to take you my fullest of demands because in addition to wanting my daddy back, probably there's like some detail, like naked pictures of B. Arthur going on here, stuff like that, I would assume is what's going on. Got to be Ted. The other kid's name is Ted. Oh, Ted. It's Ted Derek. Derek, a.k.a. Yogurt, and Ted. Meanwhile, yeah. Lou Gossett's just like, oh, Grandpa from Son-in-Law. I got I got some worries here. I got a lot of rebel kids in this school, especially one big-time rebel, Rudy Rudiger. Concern. Really worried this one boy in particular is going to be rebelling mm. against this authority of the terrorists, and he's going to get everybody killed. We'll see he what happens. shitster. Mm. Big-time shitster. My next bullet point is... Billy, he's got a fucking machine gun. Whoa. That's what they tell Will Wheaton when he's all like, we should fucking jump a security guard and take his machine gun and fucking kill everybody. I got all sorts of John McClane fantasies. Now I got a machine gun. Ho, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You all saw the movie. We should do some of that shit. All of it. Keith Coogan's like, uh, fucking, turns out being a gun nut runs in all you fucking Italian mafia families. It does. Will Wheaton flips, man. He fucking loses it right here. He's like, what'd you say about my fucking family, man? They're they're in their underwear. Family, man. They're Good wrestling movie. around in this fucking young boy's bedroom. It's yeah. very homoerotic. Uh, Keith Coogan's like, he tells him, it was a joke, man. I'm your friend. I could call you a fucking wop if I want to. Yeah, I like that too. Is that is that how the rules used to be? Is, yeah. is that how the rules thing? Yeah. We've gotten so far astray from that, apparently, as, no, you as can, it turns out. No, you can still make fun as of it. As long as you're Italians. friends with people, you just fucking call them whatever the fucking you want. Any sort of name? Oh, oh, friends. I thought Better we were times. just talking about Better making times. fun of Italians. Also, yeah. Fucking nobody nobody cares if you're racist against Italians. No. Those people are no. barely human. It's a me, a Mario. That's right. Everyone's uh, several people in tidy whiteies. Homoerotic energy is maybe never stronger than it is during the scene right now. Keith Coogan's dork outline is just like in the center of the frame of the shot. Yeah, like, for for a long time right here. But they're like, all right, maybe we don't kill a guard. That seems crazy. Maybe we don't take his machine gun and try to shoot everybody. But uh, <clears throat> we gotta maybe get some details of what's going on to the outside. Little recon, so they can save us better. Let's. Let's Rambo it up and just do a straight recon mission here, maybe. And it turns out we got a movie here now. We got, oh, we got, we got some, baby. We got, we got some plot we got to get oh, into. Oh, baby. Uh, next next day, it's just like school as usual, except there's armed terrorists everywhere. And all the losers are in the quad playing tiddlywinks. I wrote, who throws Frisbee during a hostage situation? These fucking white people. There's terrorists with machine guns everywhere, and these yeah. guys are fucking, these white kids are just throwing Frisbees in the quad? Yeah, they got like four or five people of color this in is like school. 1991 this is before ultimate was even invented oh, but they're still lame. just like obsessed with their fucking frisbees a couple like, kids are just like spinning what looked like propellers on yeah. sticks like real like a, dorks like a four-year-old kids toy from like the 1800s yeah. they're just playing with these fucking things what the fuck's going on here uh, 
Marcus Brody's still trying to teach a lit class like under a tree out, out outside because they were like, oh, it's a nice day. Can we have class outside? Can we have class outside? Even though there's terrorists and machine guns everywhere. Yeah. It's got some real like Nazis rolling into Paris and Bogey and Bacall are still pounding champagne energy right here. Like, mm. oh, just keep acting like none of this is happening. La-di-da-di-da. Casablanca takes place in... Uh, uh, where? N- not Paris. That's right. We've, we've been through this. <sighs> one of these days. One of these days, we'll, we'll watch that movie and talk about it. I've seen it. You'll be able to point it out on a map. Well, well I'm saying we'll watch it for this podcast. Right? Okay. Going on. The parents are outraged. They are, there's some sort of parents meeting with all the, the government people, and they're like, uh... You you need to do something about getting my kids out from under the thumb of these. Maybe, maybe you haven't noticed American terrorists. How many of us are white? We are white and we are rich. And uh, the dad from Dirty Dancing is here. He's yeah. sitting in the back of the room, just kind of saying nothing. Very conspicuous as being the, the dad from Dirty Dancing. You're like, oh, he's gonna be something later. I assume you don't just throw the dad from Dirty Dancing in a random crowd shot for no, no. reason. That dude. Uh, who sang that uh-huh. is the guy that sang the low part in uh, the Unchained Melody, I think. Well, I just assumed it was Patrick Swayze who sang all the songs. Or not the that, Unchained the Melody, the other one. Either way. I think it's in The Righteous Brothers. From Ghost? Yeah. That's yeah. a Patrick Swayze movie. Hey. Uh, Razor Ramon's watching TV in the headmaster's office, and some lady who's like probably the secretary of state or whatever is mm-hmm. like... Uh, the U.S. will never give in to terrorist demands. We won't negotiate with any of these assholes. And being a terrorist, he's, like, really pissed about it. Just yeah. Like, well, this is some fucking bullshit. Meanwhile, Rudy Rudiger's got his plans are in action. He's pretending like he's delivering some food he to the, the terrorists on the roof in order to go scope out what they got going on. He's, and a, also, he's a ballsy little guy, huh? He, before he delivers it, he's, like, spitting in their food, too. This, this guy's a fucking rebel. This this guy, we get a good shot of him eating that spit witch, and it's like, mm. ew, he's spitting that sandwich, oh, and that guy's eating it. it. Spitting it, it's nasty. Then we learn that Wesley Crusher's good at drawing, so he's doing like uh, Jersey Shore caricatures of all the uh, yeah. different terrorists. Like, we'll just send the FBI these caricatures, and then that everything will be solved. They'll be able to get us oh, out of this lickety split. That's Billy the Scar Kilimanjaro. He's such a wanted terrorist. Yeah. I can tell that's him from this his, sweet pencil drawing. His weakness is bright light, so we'll yeah. go in there. Uh, I don't know what yeah. this is all supposed to do for anybody. This we'll find terrorists out. with machine guns. Uh, Yogurt, uh, the young boy, is teaching... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. Mafia Don pulling strings is... is, is yeah. This. Turns out Dad from Dirty Dancing is uh, Wesley Crusher's dad. He's the biggest mafia down in New Jersey. And he's like, eh, I know a lot of criminals. I'm going to pull some strings, probably get my kid pulled out of this situation. And his, uh, his goon, who is another character actor who I remember oh, yeah. a lot of stuff, but uh, nothing springs to mind right now. Was uh, that his consigliere? It probably his consigliere. He's like, uh, isn't your kid like a little piece of shit asshole? And this is some... Nice little character shit here where Davenger dancing is like, yeah, he hates my guts, but, you know, he's my son, so I love him, so I'm going to save his life. Yeah, what are you going to do? Still got to take care of your kids. Yeah. Then Yogurt's like, uh, oh, hey, uh, I got this remote control spaceship plane disc thing. And Rudy's like, hey, you know all about this remote control stuff? He's like, yeah, totally. He's like, hmm, duly noted. 
There's a garage door opener strapped on Razor Ramon's wrist. Uh, that's probably remote control. Uh, we'll probably use all your young boy knowledge to hatch a plan where we uh, switch all the microchips and all this remote control stuff and then save the whole day. What do you think about it, man? Like, sounds, sounds pretty good to me, right? You got a lot. I zoned out during this whole okay, speech. Yeah. I was like, um, these dorks are talking about dork stuff. Something about all, the chips. I don't know. Around. Also, we show a couple of the head counts going on to establish, like, yeah, they are doing these head counts on the hour. That's, and this yeah. is an important thing. That's like, for real. Got to know what this is. We're building tension around these head counts is what's going on. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to build tension to when one of them goes wrong. Because we're about to see Rudy Rudiger's big run. Bum, bum, bum. They got all the info about where all the guns are and who all the guys are. They're going to run it out of this place and give it to old grandpa from the son-in-laws. Yeah. Big plan. They've timed it out. They got like 40 minutes or something. He's got to make a big run and hand mm. it off and get huh? back. AC Slater's like, hey, I'm a jock. I got real like sports skills. I'm going to kick a soccer ball to create a diversion. You break a window and then sneak out the fucking back door or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's happening. Uh, it, it works. He, he kicks that soccer ball real high and breaks a window. Off we go. Uh, yogurt flies his plane thing to distract everybody. So Rudiger can run across the, the backyard without any of the guards on the roof seeing him. Razor Ramon gets pissed off. He's like, Shut up that fucking Man. noise. What is that? Get, get that thing turned Who fucking cares off. cares how high he can fly it? You tell him to turn it off. But then also they confiscate the thing, which, which then means it's inside the headmaster's office, which oh. another... This is a genius oh. plan right here. They're doing... They're, they're accomplishing a lot of stuff. But wait. That's got the chip. The other thing's got the chip. We got to switch the chips. Mm. Now we've got the plane inside of the office. There. That's going to make our plan work out better. It's all there. So Rudy runs. He goes through like the little run, Rudy, pipes, run all the way to some army guys like in the movie. It's just like it. They're just like uh, uh. I was gonna try to come up with some sort of uh, Lucas uh the the movie and oh, and can yeah. conflate it with Rudy, but then yeah. I don't remember what happens at the end of Lucas. He, he runs, but then he gets hit. I don't know. Oh, he gets hit real that, hard. That's a Corey yeah. Haim. That's a Corey yeah. Haim film. Either way. Another another great sports movie. Charlie Sheen fucks that girl anyway. Charlie Sheen. Uh, they fucked him too, I molests think. Molests Corey Haim on the set of the film. Yeah. A lot of good stuff happening on the movie, as it he turns fucked out. fucked everybody. Some idiot army guys are like, oh, hey man, thanks for the dossier full of info, but we're going to detain you because we're fucking thick-headed idiots. He's like, I got to get back or they're going to start shooting kids. And they're like, no, 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 no. We don't care about any of that. We're fucking, we're yes men over here. We We only see what's two inches in front of our face. Come with us. We got to talk to our superiors before we can do anything. He's like, bro. Talk to Lou Gossett. He's like, Lou Gossett Jr. will vouch for me. Mm-hmm. So they talk to him. They're like, hey, there's Rudy Rudiger says he's one of your students. And Lou Gossett's like, hell yeah, he is. Give me in a helo. I got I to gotta go talk to this kid. We, we got to get everything under control here. He's uh, one of the best. He's one of the best. So they talk and he's like, hey, man. They're going to shoot kids unless you let me go. And he's like, you, you better let him go. We've got a begrudging respect for each other, me mm-hmm. and this young boy. Uh, he would not lie to me. And they're like, no, no, we don't We don't really send people back into it's terrorist not how any of this uh, hands. That's not how this works. But we agreed to wear each other out. Rudy Rudiger's like, all right, man, I see the writing on the wall here. I'm going to knock the 
poles of this tent out. All these guys are going to comically get trapped under here like we're in a fucking Three Stooges skit. I'm going to steal one of these army jeeps and drive it back to the fucking school. I got to get back soon. I'm already late, as it turns yeah. out. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning and I... Exactly what's happening here. Fucking Miss Bliss is doing the head count. Oh, boy. Rudy is late. Uh, he's running. He falls down in the fucking drain pipe, so he's all wet. Even if he shows up super late, he's going to have to explain why he's all fucking wet. This is a disaster. What a mistake. Hope they only shoot nerdy kids and not any of the fucking like main five guys we've grown to love is yeah. what's going on here. That could be a... Uh, that could affect the... Uh rest of the movie you the know the rest of the movie is definitely gonna happen but it turns out no like they're gonna shoot some pretty important people marcus brody ac slater a couple other losers oh, they all no. get lined up on a wall they're about to get a fucking bullet in the back of their brain but uh rudy rudiger shows up just in time and he's totally naked except for like a a, 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 a bath towel, towel around yeah. him. he's like oh i was in the shower man that's why i'm all wet that's why i'm late could could couldn't hear the bell so sorry it's in the shower it's touch his hair it's my fault his hair is wet. Yeah. Razor Ramon's like, bring him into my office. I'm going to bend him over my desk while he's only wearing a towel and I'm, whip him. I'm going to do what Charlie Sheen should have done to him and on the set of Locus. Weirdly, Locus. it's only going to be like the fifth most homoerotic thing that happens in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so, momentarily that works. But, uh... The army guys now, they've got all this info and they got to make a plan. And they're like, maybe we can get all the kids down into the basement. And then just when this place blows up, most of them will survive. Yeah. Sounds like a plan to me. Let's do it. Should be all right. Arlie Army is one under sound board. But Marcus Brody's like, mm, I've got orders to not let any of these rich white kids die. Like maybe if it was just AC Slater and Miles Bennett Dyson, like we could fucking spin this shit. But. If a couple of the white kids die, like this is gonna be an issue. Yeah. So that's that'll be probably not gonna do this plan. I don't think so. We're gonna have to come right. up with a different plan. Mm, sorry. Uh, so he calls up Razor Ramon and he's like, um, "Listen, man, I'm not having it. Like, I'm not making a deal with you. Give yeah. me my demands, or I kill everybody. But you know, Thanks you seem like a good ball. guy. I'll give you a." couple more days or whatever to yeah. get shit going so instead of killing somebody today we'll kill them tomorrow. yeah we'll kill them tomorrow just uh you did good read my demands again get everything fucking you know cross all the t's dot all the lowercase j's you got to we'll we'll move forward yeah uh Meanwhile, Razor Ramon's dad is in jail, and he's using his connections to, like, send some Morse code codes to him. He's yeah. Like, Come in. The landing gear is down. Like, yeah. uh, hey. Uh, 74, get 11, me, Get me out of jail or whatever. 18. I don't know. I, just, I don't think this comes to anything. Him being able to send messages to his, well, he, his son. It, this is where the uh, Italians get a hold of him and are like, yo, uh, head Italian guy mm-hmm, wants his mm-hmm. son released. And he's like, all right, that's uh, fine. Yeah, I like he that brokers guy. He's that. an evil criminal like we are. Like we should probably we should probably get rid of we get did that it. kid out of we here. We did good business together. So yeah, the death of Wesley Crusher is what's going on up here. Um, oh no! Wait, yeah, what? So, they said they were going to release him. No, Marcus Brody comes up and he's like, "Hey, Wesley Crusher, uh, the bad guys want to meet with you. It seems kind of cool though. Like I think it's going to be cool." So he comes and he's like. Your father is also a piece of shit scumbag criminal. We respect what he does, so we're going to let you go. And he's like, wait. Wait. 
My father. We've established that I hate my father, and I'm a rebellious teenager. Yeah. So he tells Razor Ramon, fuck my father, and fuck you. I only really care about my friends. So then Razor Ramon's like, yeah, I don't care about any of this. Just drag this guy out of here, because we don't want to have any beef with the fucking Italians. Like, it doesn't matter to me. This kid's like 92 pounds. He's, Get him out of my like office. like all fucking like dead weight, though, like making the guard guy drag him out of here. Like, me, 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 me. He's like... Help me out, I'm only 5'3". And then when they, yeah, which comes in handy, because when they they get out alone, fucking Will Wheaton just jumps this guy like he said he was going to do, and he beats him up, and he takes his machine gun, and it's like, oh, fuck, we got a... We got an action scenario going on here. This guy's going to liberate all the kids. He's got a gun. Problem Except solved. He just like runs out and he doesn't know what he's doing because he's just nearly a kid. He just runs out in the middle of the oh. quad where everybody's just like, I got a machine gun. And then all the terrorists just blow him away. Very dramatic. Yeah. In slow-mo when he's standing on the front steps. Just just him getting shot to shit. Just torn apart by a machine gun. Very dramatically on the front steps. He shoots his gun like a dweeb. Yeah, he's not very good. He doesn't, doesn't hit anybody. Yeah. It's too heavy. Rudy Rudiger is giving a very dramatic slow motion. Like, no! Mm. My friend is being murdered! It's my best friend, Joey! And like, uh, this fuck turns out Wesley Crusher did have spicy Italian blood, though. Fucking yeah. Keith Coogan was right. That guy had some balls on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Music gets all sad in the next scene because Lou Gossett's just like got to drive to the building to pick up the corpse, and he's like, "Oh, it's a shame this boy had to die like this. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have been that way." Razor Ramon's like, must be very scared of the dead from Dirty Dancing because he's like, "Let them know this was an accident, Tell not them. my fault. I didn't do it on Tell purpose." Them. Uh, uh, Tell uh, them what you saw. The boy, he's a real <laughs> asshole. His father will know, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. A grieving father, even if he's a mafia boss, he's still a grieving father, Matt. Joey Bag of Donuts Sr., he's mm-hmm. pissed, man. He's pissed. He's like, uh, He wants revenge. I don't believe this was an accident. I'm wringing my hands. I want some revenge. Uh, consigliere, uh, take care of this. Like, yeah. We need to People gotta strike die. back at these terrorists. People got to get got. I was like, what's he going to do? Send a couple of, like... More beasts, fucking just like uh, outrageously fat, like uh, obese Italians with cannolis and sawed-off shotguns up to like, these guys got rocket launchers and shit. What was he going to do? I don't, I don't know. Hit but him where it hurts. He's got a plan. Yeah, he, he definitely does. Next scene, we're doing some more underwear hangs, just like uh, in, in, in the uh, fucking... Basically, oh, we're yeah. grieving in, in the bedroom. There, we're all yeah. grieving Wesley Crusher's death, and uh, AC Slater's stripped down to just bikini briefs. Yeah, like, no shirt now. Absolutely, like, no just... shirt at all. Everybody's like so sad that our friend's dead. Like, uh, let's look over some of his drawings he's done over the years. He's like, what a good drawer. yeah. It was getting real hot in here, so I just totally stripped down to yeah. nothing but underwear. Like, that's cool, everybody, right? Anybody else fucking, wants to, they can. Sweet, yeah. I mean, no like, big deal. Get on board. I see your porky pig in it over there with a shirt on still, Keith Coogan. Like, yeah. uh, Don't be maybe, scared. Yeah, take off that fucking polo, man. Yeah. Let's fucking, let's just do this shit. You got a very powerful build, but I just can't see it underneath that yeah. shirt. Let's get our eyeballs on this shit. Prison riot. Classic prison riot scene in the next scene, and we learn what uh, old dad from Dirty Dancing is going to do. He pays somebody to shank Razor Ramon's dad yeah. in the prison during the riot. They're doing that awesome thing where they light paper, like a toilet paper on fire and they're throwing it like uh It always a, looks yeah, cool. It always in looks those so movies. cool. It always looks so fucking cool. So uh he called him some favors, got this guy killed. Grandpa from Sudden Laws, like, oh shit, I just got word that the daddy we're supposed to get is dead. 
Let's try to get a media blackout going. Uh, if he learns about this shit, he's just going to blow everything up and kill everybody because yeah. he's got real daddy issues. Meanwhile, we got to move. Like, yeah. I hope your boy Rudy Rudiger is really able to do what he says he's going to be able to do because... We're going to go ahead with that plan. We got to raid this fucking school that right now. That those 14-year-olds came up with. Uh, there's, no, there's, a, there's a problem, though. There's, there's, 16 there's a chink in the, the armor here. There's, there's, there's a, I don't think there was. Co- yeah, oh, yeah, go there's, ahead. There's a, there's a wrench in the gears because yeah. Rudy Rudiger's a pussy now. Wesley Crusher's death has broken him. Um, the government's trying to signal him with, the, with their lights, and he's like, <laughs> I don't even want to do it. I don't want to be a diehard anymore. I don't even like diehard. It's stupid. I'm sad. Uh, Miles Benedice, it's like, listen. Man, I'm going to dress you down for being a pussy. Yeah. Like, you think Wesley Crusher wants to be acting like a pussy? This no. Is pathetic. Get up. Fucking look at Keith Coogan's porky pig and AC Slater's got no clothes on at all. None. We're ready to fucking fight the terrorists now. You're fully dressed and fucking hunkered down in the corner. Yeah. What's your problem? Even Ted and Yogurt are being cooler than you are yeah, right they're now, They're like bro. fucking 12 or whatever. So they're like, you're a fucking moron. Let's shame you into fighting terrorists. And uh, he's like, okay, I agree. Yeah. You got a lot of work to do, though. Especially you, Yogurt. Yeah. And yogurt's like, me? Yeah. He was going to be the one that had to uh, do sexual favors for all of them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is what That's, I gathered. Chickens are coming home to roost. Right. That's code. Razor Ramon gets caught napping in the next scene. He's he's, he's he's all conked out on his little couch there. But then he's like, whoa, yeah. what's going on? The power went out? Uh, this is fucking weird. Let me call up fucking Grandpa from Sunlaw. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. It's an outage in the whole county, man. Like, it's got nothing to do with this terror situation. He's like, just how it is. Uh, that sounds like bullshit to me, first of all. B, fix it immediately, or I start killing a bunch of kids and i'm just gonna keep killing kids over and over again until the power's back on this is some bullshit i don't like it reminder i've got a garage door opener yeah velcroed to my wrist if i touch that button everything explodes also like reminder, everything in all westershire county yeah right you, here you don't want those kids dead yeah they're all rich and white yeah uh so yeah fucking uh army guys are just like all right Plans in action. Let's start going through the storm drains. Meanwhile, Rudy Rudiger is like, I'm going to die hard it through these vents and get to the headmaster's office. We got to do the whole remote control chip switch plan. And you don't mean figuratively. They literally go to the vents. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're die harding it through those fucking AC yeah. vents. Meanwhile, there's some random kid, blonde kid who looks like the Florent Williams Zabka. I think that was for like Ted. the third time now. And I wrote, does he just wear that neon pink shirt to school Maybe. every fucking day? Like, he's it's been convenient. in the same fucking shirt every time we've seen him throughout this movie. Like, it's get that of, extra change of wardrobe. This is it's one stretching of them all credulity. types where he just had the same outfit over oh, and over again. I looked in this kid's eyes. He was not an Einstein type. This kid oh. was dim as fuck. Ow. What's happening here? Time for the big heist. Uh, Keith Coogan fakes an asthma attack in the middle of the cafeteria to cause a distraction. Saying Rudy Rudiger, Mission Impossible's it from the ceiling of the office when yep. everybody runs out to get down in there and do all this chip switching shit. Yogurt's up there with him. He's barking directions from the vents. He's like, pull the red chip and switch it with the blue chip. And he's like, there isn't a red chip, you fucking idiot. What do we do now? You fucking 12 year old? No, God. Turns out I. Don't really know much about technology. I just have a toy airplane. I don't yeah. know why I got put in charge of this. I don't know, man. Just do whatever. 
He needs to watch Love Liza, a fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman joint. Yes. And really just learn something about how to be a, an RC fucking enthusiast Expert. is what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, First off. That movie will hit you right in your fucking heart right there, Matt. Right in the twigs. Yeah. yeah. You just First off, get the the fuel. That's what you need mm. first. Second off, fucking huff it. There, and I think that's all of it. So Rudy's like, oh man, this, this we can't let this movie be too long. I'm just gonna lethal weapon to it and like uh pull out whichever one seems right to me. Hopefully, we don't die. Fingers so, crossed yeah. by Cracky, it, it, it just might work. He, he he does it good. Meanwhile, Lugosit's like, they told me to stay behind because I'm just like the headmaster or like the dean yeah. of the school, but. I probably grew up in the streets or whatever. Yeah. I got like a real salt of the earth sensibility about me, so I'm just gonna Fuck roll. It. I'm gonna roll up there and just right be part in. of this mission too. Like, let's do it. I'm fucking. I'm in the sewers. Let's fucking do it, man. It's the right decision. The raid starts. Snipers take out the fucking guards on the roof from the trees, but one of them's still alive. He's crawling and he drops a grenade and the grenade goes off. He grenades two of the army guys who are in the bushes. Yeah. Razor Ramon's freaking out. He's like, what's going on, Marcus Brody? Did I just hear somebody get grenaded? I'm going to fucking pistol whip your ass, man. You're probably behind this shit. Yeah. Gossett always on an even keel shows up and he's like, oh, I better tourniquet this guy's leg. He just got grenaded. I'm just, you know, good I'm thing he's take there. Charge of this situation. I'm. I grew up in the streets, like... Uh, Tourniqueting people. Basically... Left and right. Jim Belushi's character from that principal movie right now. Like, I'm gonna, I can take care of all this shit. Uh, not to be confused mm-hmm. with Tom Berenger oh. and The Substitute. Yeah. My carpal tunnel came back. But you're thinking of the other one where fucking... Uh, what you said, what's-his-face, Belushi. Jim Belushi? Yeah, he's... He's the substitute. Oh, high school high. And then Lewis Gossett Jr.'s the How's janitor. John working. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't he this in that is, one with this Belushi? All, this all sounds correct. This all yeah. sounds like it could be a thing. Yeah. Rudy Rudiger, meanwhile, as, as we're debating this, gets uh, caught coming out of the bathroom vent by a fucking guard. So we got a big brawl in the bathroom. Like four kids just swarm on him. Like little yeah. fucking spider monkeys take him down. Fucking... Steal his fucking machine gun. That that uh, terrorist could have just shot his gun to signal yeah, to the other terrorists. Like, or just shot the kids with his gun. That would have worked, too. I mean, it was just buried in Mendoza's chest that whole time. Yeah, it turns out he was a pussy, though. Then Rudy Rudiger zoned, zoned out for a second, and he was suddenly like in the kitchen for no reason. No, you missed nothing. Okay. They left the bathroom like nothing happened, and then he just sauntered he right into the, in the kitchen. kitchen. And the guy's like, oh, I'm here doing pots and pans. He's yeah. like, what is pots and pans? What's like, puss and pans? Well, you know, pots and pans. And he beats the shit out of this guy's mm-hmm. brain with the pots and the pans and kills another fucking uh, minority. This is what's going on yeah. here. Just Sean Aston killing minorities. That's what this movie is all More about. More brown people bleed at the hands of this privileged white kid. Yeah, that's... Uh, Pretty problematic, if you ask me. Everything yeah. going on here now. The whole fucking cavalry is choppering in. Fucking is this systemic. Is this what they, what the news outlets call I systemic? So. I think this is. Um, uh, what is the thing we're teaching in the schools now? Woke. Some of that. Okay. Michael Campion's like. I got to get to the fucking roof and rocket launch these fucking choppers coming yeah. in because we got all sorts of fucking firepower. I'm the only one with glasses. I'm the only one who can see the helicopters far enough out. Who can do this rocket launch and sharpshooting, but then it's like out of nowhere, just rising from below him. 
a fucking Apache helicopter. Just Hilo shows right just up. Fucking blows his ass away, just shreds his whole fucking Looks body cool. with its guns. It's fucking awesome as hell. These these terrorists are dropping like flies all of a sudden. Yeah, their numbers are dwindling. Uh, Miles Bennett Dyson leads an uprising in the cafeteria and literally just brains one of the guys fucking like head against the cafeteria floor. Just had grabs to. his hair and pounds his fucking head against the ground until his brains spill out everywhere. They that's had, pretty fucking cool. They had to you fucking know bang a ring to that. Had to take uh, take care of all the terrorists. Yeah, in there. Rudy runs in after this and jumps on the fucking lunch table with his machine gun yeah. in the air. He's like, "Fucking everybody, let's fucking get out of here. Let's all party." Basically, like the end of Dead Poet Society is what's happening right now. They're all just jumping up <sighs> on tables and inspiring people yeah. to change their lives. What an inspiring yeah. movie! So they take all the kids down into the fucking. Uh, That's the movies. The, the underground, underground railroad basement right. where they were having their circle jerk. Uh, yeah, and it's like, wow, this is it's a great, be so much, a great hiding spot. It's gonna be so much cooler when ninety-two of us are beaten off as opposed to five of us. Turns out this script's really good at just like planting seeds and then uh, having it come to fruition yeah. later on. Setups and payoffs. That's Set everything. Solid writing. In this movie. Solid fucking screenwriting going on in this thing. We're getting pretty close to the big finale here because there's choppers everywhere. Army men are like swinging from ropes and crashing through windows. The one goon who looks like an 80s pro wrestler gets pinned down. He's like the last one stopping them from coming in the front door. But he gets smoked and then they fucking like blow through the front door. Razor Ramon's running around, finding all his goons dead, getting pissed. Like, I better go find Rudy Rudiger and fucking kill that guy. Mm -hmm. This made happen. Meanwhile, Marcus Brody's getting housed on vodka down in the Circle Jerk basement right here, and I'm like, he was scared. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to watch Marcus Brody jerk off right now. Is are we? Is that still yeah. gonna happen in this movie? He's building up his courage. They've been flirting with making us watch somebody jerk off for a long time. I was been hoping we're not gonna get there. Fuck. It's looking like it. Rudy Rudiger's still in the uh, the kitchen, and he hears fucking Razor Ramon coming. So he's like, I'm going to hide right next to this door. When he comes through, I'm just going to shoot him in the back of the head. Perfect plan. Except for Razor Ramon has been around the block, man. Oh, no. This guy's an international terrorist, the son of a drug cartel kingpin. <sighs> so he's like, I bet Rudy Rudiger is probably hiding behind this door. You know how I know that? How? No reason. It's I'm just going to assume it. Just probably so do. I'm just going to slam this door open real quick and knock him out. Boom. And grab him by the scruff of his neck and drag him around. You're my prisoner now, Rudy Rudiger. Bitch. Yeah, so pro wrestler goon gets shot in the heart while throwing a grenade. The army guys blow through the door. They're they're piling in everywhere. Uh, Razor Ramon's using Rudy as a human shield, though, and he's just like... Hey, guys, can't do nothing. I got this fucking kid yeah. right here. And I'm, you don't want to kill him. At this him. point, I'm just thinking to myself, like, fucking... One kid. I'm really hoping this movie ends with Lou Gossett having to take that Al Powell shot. Oh, yeah. The guy who fucking takes care of all this right now. Yeah. That's definitely going to be the most <laughs> satisfying way for this fucking movie to end right here. Definitely. And uh, as I was thinking that, we see him climbing up the side of the fucking building. Like, just fucking he's cliffhanger or something. Like, he's John Cliffhanger. And I'm like, we're going we're gonna to get there. You fucking crazy movie, you're doing it. Fingers crossed. We're, we're gonna fucking do it. Yippee-ki-yay. So uh, we're in the headmaster's office. Ramon's fucking pushed to the edge. He's like, fuck it. I'm surrounded. I'm just gonna 
push the garage door opener button like I told everybody I would. Blow this whole fucking place yeah. up. We're all dead. Do it. My daddy's dead. I don't care about no, anything care. anymore. My daddy could be up your daddy. But he pushes it, and all that happens is that dumb airplane starts flying around. Oh, and he's no. Like, Rudy Rudiger, what'd you do? Rudy. He just tells him, I'm sorry. That's, like, yeah, no, that's what he does. Apologizing to a yeah. terrorist for ruining his plot to kill everybody. It's, My bad. That's right. Uh, so he's like, fuck it. I'll just start pulling out all the wires manually. Because I told you if you fuck with the wires, it explodes anyway. That'll do it. Before you can do it, though, gossip's outside the fucking window. Men are blasting through the door. Yeah. It's all happening at once. This is excitement right here. This is some serious fucking excitement. Lou, Lou does a barrel roll, roll right through that just, window. Tosses his out of control body through the fucking window. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, yeah, it's he gets shot in the heart. Basically, he's yeah. like, "Why that guy just throw himself through the window? He should have oh, just shot heart. me through the window oh. when I didn't know he was there." Because bullets go through windows. What an idiot! Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him in the heart. But then the distraction of him shooting Lou Gossett in the heart is enough for one of the uh, guys busting through the door to shoot Razor Ramon in the back. And then that distraction's enough for Lou Gossett to get off a fucking killer headshot, blows him away, fucking center of his forehead, Ooh. bullet in his fucking head. Ooh. Razor Ramon is fucking dead. It's a cool headshot. And then after that, like... He's Lou- got this practical effect oh, yeah, built definitely. into his forehead. It's just... Blah. Blood straight down fucking between the eyes. Lou Gossett's still got the wherewithal. This guy is such a fucking even-keeled fucking been-around-the-block guy. He's like, I'm going to make sure I get this gun out of his hands, even though I just shot him between the eyes, and even though I've got a bullet lodged in my heart right now, I'm still in charge of this situation. I'm the dean of this school. That's right, and that means something to him. It did, yeah, and it always should. Let's get into the denouement right here. Our our main bad guy's dead, but we've got some, some falling action to happen here. Good news. What's up? Five seconds have passed. Oh, wow. And uh, Lou Gossett's totally healed now. Oh, cool. Does he just have a uh, bandage on his shoulder now? Because even though we saw him get shot in the heart, now he's just got a a very minor shoulder injury? Is is that what they're trying to pull here? They were able to move the gun wound to the the chest more towards the arm. Oh, thank heavens. Oh, thank heavens. So he's got to have a big final heart-to-heart, this begrudging mm-hmm. respect uh, sort of antagonist relationship he's had with Rudy the whole movie. Rudy tells him, I'm sorry I was such an asshole to you now that you saved my life and everything. Yeah. That's how that's how you end a movie, right? There. That's how guys talk. That's, that's how we interact tough. with each other. That's good shit. I wrote down uh, Luke. Lou Gossett has a good laugh at that, <laughs> and he shows a lot of gums. I'm from the streets. Yeah. So I respect you as a as an orphaned child. Sh- we both been through it, haven't we? He shows like Arsenio level of yeah. gums Let's when he laughs. Share a gummy smile and, and never it's speak of this again. I like it when Lou Gossett doesn't laugh. Yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah. better when he's gruff. Yeah. So now all the little boys are out front, and they're just like, "Oh no, what happened to Rudy Rudiger? Did he dies? Did he dies? It over?" And he's like. Hey guys, here I am. Like, we're all still friends. It's great. Except for Will Wheaton. He's dead, but whatever. It's still pretty cool. They're all like, oh, nice. That's him. Yeah. Fucking, uh, just triumphant reunion. Yeah. And, uh, a helicopter shot pulls away. And we're, the, the helo gets us one final, uh, beauty shot here of this movie while triumphant horn music plays. Step by step. It's a beautiful, beautiful school. Looks like Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters is gotta be so much money to send a kid to this fucking school yeah 
And uh, then we get that fun end credits thing where, like, we see some shots of the the people doing things we remember them doing from the movie yeah. while their na- the name remember of the who that was oh wasn't that a that good was time? good times we spent together like, oh we're... I understand it was a little over ninety minutes and maybe we tried your patience to do a little bit but we had good times together didn't we we're all gonna keep Come in on, touch man. this summer oh yeah absolutely oh good friends times. forever mm, and how. Matt, let's take a little bit of a break. Okay. Uh, we're shooting through this thing at a good pace. I like, I like nice the pace clip. we're keeping here. Yeah. This is going to be a Jaunty. very digestible podcast. We'll listen to some coming attractions. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pee. Quite frankly, All I've right. got a lot of nog to pee out. That's cool. probably gonna come out like snot. I would imagine. When we, we come are. back, uh, toy soldiers. It's gonna enter Judgment Day. Oh. like nothing I've ever seen. If we play this right, we can take the whole city. Mom was controlling all the slow-mo production and distribution. Rookie, you ready? Yeah. You look ready. Fire! Mama's not the law. were uncooperative. We did our in theaters September 21st. <laughs> Dear God. All his life, <laughs> nobody took Paul Blart seriously. Give the fake cop a hug, Jacob. But now, there's some crazy people trying to take over the mall. The guy they counted out. Paul Blart is not a tough guy. He's the one they're counting on. On January 16th, don't mess. <laughs> His mall. <sighs> Nobody wins with a headbutt. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, rated PG. When we're gonna start doing some uh, classic phone pranks? Next time we do one of these on like a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We gotta it's prank. People somebody. answer their phones anymore. I don't know. Who do we know that still answers a phone? Uh, probably Rock, just Tom Rock's Rock. got COVID. Yeah, yeah fucking, he's probably yeah. sitting around with nothing much to do. He'll yeah. he'll answer a phone if we fucking we call him up. Yeah, it's like a I have to prepare something. Hey there, Lammy nipples. Yeah. Uh, fucking yeah. sizzled chest. Something good though, you know. You I'm wanna... just gonna be doing classic Jerky Boys stuff. Like I don't have any ideas of my own. It's just those guys perfected the art form. Is is what happened. I feel like Man Cow really. Uh... Phone scams added to it. Phone scams, yeah, that guy. Kind of, he yes ended the Jerky Boys for sure. Sure, yeah. And, uh, Man cow, Man cow still got a radio show out there. Uh, I hope so. He's had to have been canceled six or seven times at this point for being a just mid nineties scumbag with a goatee. But probably there's some he's sort cool. of like MAGA radio station that he's he's doing like. Yeah, uh, he was on WLS some, last I heard. Oh yeah, there, there we yeah. go. That makes perfect sense. I don't care what your wife MAGA bakes. in the morning. Please don't here. eat my urinal cakes. You That's know? funny shit right there. Man cow. It's a shame him and yeah. Turd had that fall oh, because that yeah. was quite the dynamic they yeah. had going on. Turd. 
height of the shock jock era. Freak. Irma the phone girl. Irma the phone Al girl. Al Roker Jr. wonder if she was or Al hot. Roker Sr. You ever, you, ever, you ever Google her? Yeah, she's a hot. Oh, man, I bet. Yeah. I bet. I bet she's a total hot. All of them. Call me Irma. I know you listen to this. Uh, what she got going on. Get it. I'm still on board. Um, get the big worm. Matt, Judgment Day yeah. is where we go out to the internet to see what the people of the world, the human beings, had to say about the film that we watched. I believe in the people. I get a couple of one Ninja Star reviews. I get a couple of five Ninja Star reviews. Mm-hmm. I collate them. I file them. I, you know, I read them here to you. Yeah. You react however you're going to in the moments. Yeah. And Very then seat of my we pants. make our own final official judgments about how good this movie actually is. And then that is uh, chiseled into stone to live on forever right here. I like that you laminate the reviews, too, in case we spill It's important any because we're very spilly, yeah. and nog will cut right. through things like alien blood. It's corrosive. Right. I, I shake like a Michael J. Fox. I'm fucking shaking like a dog shitting peach seeds right now. I'll tell you that much. This first one Ninja Star review is from a letterboxed user named Chrisowski. I do stick to Letterboxd because there's basically nobody on IMDb who thinks this is only a one Ninja Star movie. It's, it's well, beloved that's on IMDb, as it turns out, this Toy Soldiers movie. But Krasowski did not like it. Oh. And he says to the world, Last night I had the great displeasure of watching the horse shit that oh. is Toy Soldiers. Balls. Absolute and utter balls. Okay. The quote-unquote plot for this movie centers around a Colombian drug cartel who decide to take some rich kid prep school hostage so they can force the U.S. government into releasing the head of the cartel, a.k.a. daddy, to the lead terrorist from prison. Right. right, There's some serious weird daddy shit going on here. Shock horror, he says. Hmm. Who is going to stop these scumbags committing such a heinous and deadly act of terror? The FBI? The might of the U.S. Army? Or a group of utterly unlikable rich kid students which, with such skills as model aircraft flying and portrait sketching? He's not wrong. He's not wrong. You guessed it. The rich kids aren't taking this shit lying down. Nice. Which is actually quite funny, as they seem to spend such a strange amount of time. Uh, oh, such a strange amount of tying. Mm. Probably should have said time. Quote, unquote, hanging out in their dorm, lying on their beds in various states of undress. <laughs> in fact, I don't think I have ever seen another movie with so much underpants wearing going on in it. <laughs> I know this has been commented on before, but there is some definite gay undertones going on in this film. <laughs> this film is bad. <clears throat> oh, no. And I could go on discussing just how bad for a while. But let's just keep this brief. So here's like a Like their smallest. briefs. Well, oh, get it out. Get Bang it out. Bang ring. <laughs> Bang ring. I'm ah. Ah. There it is. You got this. Here Work we go. through it. Here's a small list of some key factors of why I dislike this movie so much. Number one, piss poor plot. Okay. 
Number two, cliched terrorists. Whoa. Dress code of a headband and vest. He, he wrote in parentheses. Oh. Three, poor effects. Well, I don't know about that. Rubber dummy thrown from a chopper. He, he puts in parentheses right there. It wasn't a rubber dummy. I was a real man. And we love dummy work. We've, we've yeah. established that in this podcast. It works fine. Number four, no likable characters. Wow. Well, yeah. I don't. Keith Coogan done dirty like that? I don't. Yeah. Well, more to come on that. Five, students who are kept hostage by being allowed to chill on the grounds and fly model aircraft, etc. It's an act of terror for fuck's sake. Hmm. Number six, it's just fucking ridiculous. Number seven, it really is fucking ridiculous. Oh. Number eight, honestly, it's so fucking dumb and fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I'd rather watch a double bill of The Mist and The Counselor than have to okay. sit through this again. I'm back now. All right. He... <laughs> He went to the well one too many times with the ridiculous, but now I'm I back just on. don't understand why anyone could like this. And comparisons to a teenage diehard are so ridiculous. Unless the comparison point is they have terrorists in them. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's the, the same yeah. movie guy. Because the line is drawn just about there. Avoid it if you can. But if like me, you are forced into checking it out, get it over with quickly. <laughs> what do you mean? That's, <laughs> it's got it's got a runtime. Yeah. And hopefully you can forget it just as fast. Why is he forced? He said like he just watched it the oh, other night. Ninja Star from Letterboxd user Krasowski. He, he made it sound as like, you know, same way any of us watch films where it's like, ah, I got nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, he's killed two hours. Been friends with Will Wheaton for a lot of years. Has he? And yeah, he, he Will finally like the movie held him down. Like, this is some of my best work. I get to wear a dangly cross earring. Like, really want you to check it out, man. I'm not going to let you smell that pair of panties I took off that girl from the Big Bang Theory unless you watch fucking Toy Soldiers with me. Oh, they put up a, the annual Christmas tree in the dive bar. Yeah. Uh, they, they, well, they were getting ready to put it up yesterday, so I assume it's up today. And I, I came up with an idea mm -hmm. where, you know, like there's some sort of like tourist bars where they'll like ladies will take their bras off and hang oh, up yeah. their bras from the ceiling or whatever. Yeah. We've been to Dick's Last Resort together. Just going to start collecting dirty panties and just I'm decorating listening. the Christmas tree with dirty panties yeah. to create a new fucking tradition in the dive bar. Ooh, to toss a pair of panties on that fucking tree. <laughs> that tree right there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want, I, five years from now, I just want five years of dirty panties <laughs> just fucking uh, hang, hanging on that tree. That's five be, years of dirty panties has been your dream since I've met you. I just Scrooge McDuck myself into a big vat of those fucking things. That's going to happen right there. I thought you were going to ask me to come by and draw one of my patented don't have a cock man Bart ornaments that I like to put on the... Uh, dive bar tree at Hilarious our place every some year people infuriating to other people so i don't, I don't know if we want to start any bar fights i don't know what's that. wrong with those people uh not many people to think this is a, a one star movie there's, no? there's not a lot of bad reviews of this out there so i've just got one more brief okay one ninja star review this is from a letter user named dr cat not dr cha, cha, cha. yeah don't don't no? confuse it with oh, jonathan cat there's no z just dr cat okay who Shortened to the sweet to the point, sort of says, boring movie. It needs more violence in action. Which I uh, don't know. Uh, could, I be, mean, could be true at any movie. Yeah. Any movie you watch, you could say that, I, I mean, guess. There was yeah. some in it. Every movie could use more violence in action, but, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Can't, 
Can't totally fucking argue with that. It's true. Let's get into the people who love this movie, who are willing to go on board and say this one is, gets the full Monty, a full five ninja stars. Oh, my. Letterboxd has a username Chelsea, who thinks this is a Ooh. full five ninja star. What was Chelsea film. wearing? Uh, she's pretty sexy, actually. Yeah. It was a pink dress. Uh, fortunately, we had to chuck her out of a window. Oh! She got done right in the Ah, uh, she was the only woman here? Yeah, that's yeah. right. She says, <clears throat> They fucking saved America while being held hostage. And that hug at the end, that was some cute shit. And Joey Trotta, I miss you. You did good, baby. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Five Ninja Stars from Chelsea. Who seems like a good chick. <laughs> like to fucking hang out with her. I accept sure. that one, yeah. yeah. Uh, find me to the IMDB I went and found Uh-oh. a uh, worthwhile Five Ninja Star review here from an IMDB user named Wilm... Rio Lover. Wilm Reeton? Wilm Rio Lover. Wilm Reeton. So, uh, L-U-V-R. This oh, okay. Is, this is shortened of lover. But, but, oh, Louver? Louver. They make a lot of good points Willy here. Louver. So I'm hoping they're going to draw you to the side of saying this is a five Ninja Star movie here. Okay. Uh, Win Lears says, these kind of movies just don't get the credit they deserve. Mm. This is my second all-time favorite movie. Stand By Me being the first. The reason I watched this movie was because Will Wheaton was in it, and he is my most favorite person in the whole world. Will Wheaton. And I think he done an amazing job in this movie, and so did Sean Astin. Oh, Sean Astin also agrees that Will Wheaton did a great job in the movie? I just watched it last night, actually, and it just amazed me. That's weird that Will Wheaton made both of his friends watch that movie (laughs) in the same night, and one hated it and one loved it. Everything in the movie is very exceptional. The (laughs) script, the acting... The screenplay. Oh, <laughs> Different from the script. Right. Really. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat 80% of the time. Oh. And if my mom wasn't in the room, I, I would have absolutely bawled whenever Joey Trotta, Will Wheaton, died. I did not see that coming at all. But mother saw me coming. I was real surprised when I heard that it wasn't real popular back in the 90s. I was born a few years after it came out, so Mm. of course, I didn't go see it in the theaters. But I'm sure I would have if I would have been alive. If any of my friends watched this, they would be like, uh, okay. Right. But that's just because they're not cool enough to appreciate work like the this. word i'd use shots fired if you haven't seen this movie or are wanting to watch something that is the bomb this is the movie for you to watch five ninja stars from wilm rio wilm reeton yeah Big, big time Will Wheaton fans out there. Turns out he's not universally hated. Who knew? We didn't have too many hammy uh, reviews. Just, no, I no. think only one ham. People making good. Only points. one ham got thrown. Yeah. You know. Who's to say that we still got to give our final thoughts and reviews? So maybe, maybe we're gonna throw some hams around to the our things we have to. Points say, right? are always 
salient and on. Yeah, we're never gonna get hammed. No. You're right. We're the, yeah. You remember? Did you have hamming back in high school as a, as a thing? Did people talk no, about I'm, getting hammed? Hammond's in Illinois or Indiana, okay, so from Illinois. We had a thing on the football team, apparently, where uh, some guys would occasionally get hammed. Okay. So that was just, we're in the locker room, some locker room hijinks. Like, yeah. one guy would get held down, and then another guy would just, naked, just rub his bare butt in his face. And that that's was getting hammed. That's sexual assault. He just got hammed. Yeah. It was the 90s. It was, it was all in good fun. Boys dude. being boys. And it was always just like, oh, fuck. Like, once we get in, like, uh, high school fucking gym class people are gonna try to ham me all the time i'm i'm fucking yeah. terrified but right. it didn't happen and everybody was too afraid to shower in gym class we just went back to school sweaty and nobody had to look at each other's dongs it was just if you were on the football team you were getting butts rubbed in your right. face so yeah but luckily it never happened to me this is what i'm saying do you want to you want to turn the tables on them Join some like uh, stick your tongue out, put in, it up their ass. In a mural. Oh, I, see, I thought now maybe it was just they'll run to, real quick. Yeah, fucking. What are you gonna do now? Yeah, they'll be like, oh, that's gay. Yeah. Ugh, that's really weird. Though I don't want to lick no teenage boys' butts. You know those guys aren't wiping correct. That's fair. Matt, what's your final thoughts in your Ninja Star rating of Toy Soldiers? Oh man, this movie right here. Let's talk about Sean Astin. That oh, first, I would love to. Reviewer was like Samwise Gamgee's. Uh, right. Ham and rye mm-hmm. sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just likable in this movie, man. Oh, huh? Oh, yeah. What he's do you such think? A, such a little rebel, huh? What? Just such a cool little rebel. No, but he's just, you enjoy him. He does a nice job. You don't mind watching him act. And uh, that's kind of what never, carries this movie. Never minded watching him act, quite frankly. All the folks in this film do a nice little job. Oh, very nice. You know? Very nice. No awards being won. Nothing crazy. I don't but know. I probably would have given one to fucking Lou Gossett. Yeah. He deserved it. He deserves he's it. The, he's the Colonel Troutman of this award movie. Award for every movie he's in, you know? He's one of the greats. 100%. Uh, it's just a nice, fine little movie. Not... Nothing uh'd blow you away. Mm-hmm. Nothing that's mm-hmm. gonna bore you. A little long. Could have shaved off about, like you said, maybe ten minutes. Five to ten, ten off the beginning is, there, perfect, at yeah. least. Mm. You'd be good. In and out. Mm. I could sit for uh, hour thirty-five. I'd be fine with that. Absolutely. Uh, no real toddies, but you get that spicy phone sex scene if you don't mind oh. sharing it with oh, like a wow. bunch of other dudes. Yeah. Uh, actions there. Everybody does a nice job. Some of the shit makes no sense. Like why the government's like, oh, let's just uh, do what these high school boys say. Well, but Sean Astin, the kid had put together a dossier full of drawings. When I was watching that or the movie, I kept looking at that Sean Astin. I was like, this is what my good friend Nate could be if he wasn't like an antisocial piece of wow. shit. Wow. I think you could, you could, I hope I get there someday. You could aspire to that one yeah. day. Sounds, People would like you, I me. think. Yeah. I don't. Not, don't not do in my it, experience. Yeah, don't do yeah, it, we'll, though. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. It's, uh, we'll see. Seems like a lot of hassle. Either way, it's an enjoyable movie. It's not a bad movie at all. Three bullets. I liked three. it when I saw it. I didn't hate it now. Solid three. I think that's undercutting it just slightly there, oh. uh, quite frankly. Well. This was a, a childhood favorite of mine. <laughs> Which kids are stupid. We've established that shit. But, yeah, uh, you absolutely. Know, I think this yeah. holds up. Holds up with adult eyes. 
Uh, quite frankly, I think maybe we could have got a shot of Sean Astin's bare buns as he was running out of the shower during the headcount scene, but uh, other than that, what more could you ask for from this fucking movie? It, you did get a it butt It delivers shot. everything. We, wait, we saw the butt? He crawls through the window to get back into the school, and he strips down, and he gets a, you get a butt shot as he's running out of the Oh, wow, the room. I must have been looking down there. If we got some you bare buns, it. I'm bouncing my thing up. Another half a fucking ninja star. That's why I'm here I'm for you, pal. I'm going four fucking full ninja stars wow. for this fucking thing. Got to see Rudy Rudiger's butt. Uh, now I'm, i got to rewatch this fucking thing again. Yeah. And not take notes. I'm just going to be butt-looking yeah. the whole fucking next time. Like you should be. Like you should be. you got to be butt-looking when you're watching these movies. Got it's, to. the uh, best way to watch them. Bum-looking. Oh, bum-looker. That's a, that was a funny SNL skit, yeah. right? right? Yeah. Are you Mike looking Myers? at my ass? I think Mike Myers. Ass looker. Like yeah, it's Simon. Simon, that's right. I sent that long Classic Simon shit. and uh, Macaulay Culkin video to you and the wife a couple weeks ago. Drawings. Yeah. yeah, I was probably blackout when I got that. But That's uh, fair. That's how most things work. Matt, we've got a couple more fucking movies coming up in Die Hard December. Uh, we've done fucking Die Hard in a this, Die Hard in a that. Mm. Next week, we ask the question... What if Die Hard happened in a high rise? More importantly, the projects. Yeah, that's right. We're talking PJ's fucking underrated, underseen. Y'all fucking dropped the ball yeah. on this one back in 2012. Dread. Yeah. Motherfucker. Not Judge Dread. We'll talk about that some other day. Duh. Not the Stallone fucking movie. Fucking Carl Urban as Dread. Everybody likes that The Boys show. That's right. You need to be watching Dread. Watch it in 3D if you can. Do you still have that 3D TV you I I bought TV. <laughs> five years ago because you fucking fell into that trap? Nate. It's good 3D in this movie. I watched this movie on 3D on that TV. Oh, what a it was treat. delightful. What an absolute fucking I'm going to take the glasses out. Fuck it. Yeah, dust off those glasses. I'm just kidding. It's in 4K. I want to watch that shit. Oh, that sounds I'm good, like OLED. Wow. Pure black. Nobody likes a bragger. <laughs> fucking rich guy. <laughs> Give me a break. You know, sold a lot of drugs to get that TV. I did a lot of drugs that you sold, so everything's coming up Millhouse. That's synergy, man, you know? That's real, real nice. Synergy. Remember, war is over if mm -hmm. you want it. Stay single. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping The lights are turned way down low Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I hate going out in the storm But if you really hope